Using voice-activated program from Tire Military website, combined with a Radio Shack TRS-80, now able to continue gameplay while riding bike. Right side, at least I won't have to make room for dating around my gaming schedule. That would suck. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. The retarded cousin rides the short bus. You don't let him drive it. I guess my princess is in another castle. I'm about to ruin 72 cents worth of tater tots. Hi, this is Jenny. And this is Kenny. And you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is episode 16, part 2. It's the second part of our epic Sweet 16 episode. It is, and we are still on set of The Guild season 4. It's been a 24-hour day. It's crazy. We've been we've been doing this between breaks. So, yes. whenever we, you know, when they're not shooting, we run over here really quick and do a segment. Or I so, take a quick nap. I brought my yeah, sleeping bag. That too. And one of those pillows that, that goes too. around your neck. Yes, and still no sign of Donica. Thank goodness. Yeah. I thought I thought I saw him earlier, but uh it wasn't him. I've got a sharp object ready for him. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what, but it will poke him if he comes near me. Poke, 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 Donica in the face. In the face! The first! (laughs) What's happening on today's show? Let's find out on Knights of the Guild. All right, so what do we have on today's show, Jenny? Uh, Today, we are going to do behind the scenes of Season 3, Episode 4. We're Get moving. it back. We're moving right along. Yeah. Get it back. Get it back. Get it back, yo. Get it back. We have a crew interview. And then we have Guild Something with Sean Becker. What craziness will happen today? <laughs> I noticed him running around yeah. doing some stuff. I think it was for... For this? For this. Oh, nice. So... Maybe we'll get something special. He was in a chicken suit for some reason. Uh, you know, Chick-fil-A, chicken suit. I mean, maybe he's sense. advertising. I don't think he, he eats enough there. I, mean, I don't think enough, he so. quite understands the concept of a podcast. Oh. I'm like, they can't, they can't see, see you, yeah. Sean. But he wants to get the character. He so has to really to, that's right. take on yes. the character of the chicken he's, he's before not, he's not he devours good. it. He's not good with his imagination. But isn't that he disturbing physically, you know, that he dresses up like a chicken right before you know eating what? chicken? With Sean Becker, nothing surprises me. Yeah, anymore. that's true. So, all right. And then we have... Now, oh, look! Is this... Are you announcing another contest or are we announcing a winner of a contest? This is actually or another contest. Another contest. <laughs> all right. So if you didn't have enough, here comes another Here's one. another one. This time he's giving away his glasses. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I need to get new ones. I can give it away. <laughs> Signed glasses of Kenny. You, too, can um. wear them and be the homeless guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and then we have donations. we got to yep. thank our donations, people. Yes. Most favoritist part of the everything. <laughs> and then... Business time. Business time. we got yeah. some business we got to take care of. Yep. What just happened behind the scenes of the guild? Well, let's see. So now it's time for behind the scenes of episode four from season three called Get It Back. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Get it. it. 
So this one starts off. Um, this is uh, actually this is we I think we see almost every character in this. Yep, pretty much all of the the entire axis of anarchy. Yep. and the guild. Do we see and that's ev- good? Absolutely everybody. Yeah, even do. Dina. Yeah, I think every character. Wow, is in this episode. Uh, but we start off with uh, George and Claire, uh, where he's leaving her with the suitcase. No, George. No, actually, no. You should. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I agree. It's I, not cool. I I, agree. I don't care how much he touched Chuck. Norris. <laughs> you can't do but, uh, that to Mr. Wiggly. Yes. You can't. What's funny is that that shot in Felicia's living room. Yep. Another room that we occupied from the guild. Yes. I think every room is probably, except for her bedroom. That's the sacred yes. place. Yes. I think, oh, and her bathroom, obviously. But every yeah, other room. Yeah, no, not the bathroom. I think every other room has been used in that house. The kitchen, the, yeah. the backyard, yep. the, the office, the, office, the, the library, the, yep. Wow. Every single room has been used. So this was the final room that was available was the we living room. We can't add any more characters. No. We have nowhere to put them. <laughs> so that's that's all happening inside Le- Felicia's living room. Uh, just a little inside note there. The other really cool part is uh, I'm actually in this episode. This is the whole... The uh, homeless man got a car somehow. I did. I'm stuck in line behind Vork at he's the drive He's hungry. <laughs> I mean, he's homeless. Yeah. He stole a car. <laughs> Which had a change in the little uh, change thingy. The yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go get me... What's the name of the restaurant? It's like some. Oh, they changed it. it like they changed it, but they changed it so many times in in the shoots. Yeah, so many different takes because they tried different name after different yeah. name after different I name. Which one I can't remember what they find. Yeah, I can't remember the last but, one they find. Um, it was hilarious. But what's funny is we're actually at school. This uh-huh. is the same place that we shot the kid and teacher mm-hmm. with Vork. This is the same place where we shot Tink, Tink and- playing. Play, basketball. Uh, playing basketball. Yeah, and this is, um, we also shot Vork, uh, if you guys got the DVD and you found this, the, the, the Easter, Easter egg, egg of Vork's Vorkmobile in his tour, we shot this also in the parking lot. Yep. Um, so this was a well-used place. It was yeah. a high school out in, um, where did oh, we go? Geez. It was a long ways away. Well, Fountain Valley. Fount- no, 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 Fountain no, Valley was um, GameStop. Yeah, that's GameStop. Uh, it's past, like, near Arcadia. Yeah, that area. Like, past Pasadena. Yeah. 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 But that, yeah, it was there. it was a long ways away, but it was a great school. Um, we po- had a lot. Pogo teaches there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that how we got how it? how we got it. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, she teaches drama there. Oh, very and, cool. And, like, set building and stuff. That's cool. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. And if you don't know who Pogo is, she's uh, well-known with a gorgeous tiny chicken machine show. She's done a lot of stuff. Lots of different things. Yeah. Um, have you seen Fanboy Funhouse? Yes. That's she right. Did she's that starting too. to do that. Yes, I don't know, because right. I remember I had to do a review on it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, this looks like Pogo. And yeah. then I was, like, reading the credits. I was like, it is Pogo. It is Pogo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so back to, to the drive through what uh, what's funny is that that's rented the actual drive through sign mm-hmm. uh, we had fun reading all the little you know french fries and chili fries were like cheaper than french fries yeah it's pretty funny it was yeah somehow uh tyler found that yeah i don't know he where drove, you go and get these things yeah but... he drove out somewhere because he rented it yeah. for like a couple hours yep Brought it out to location, set it up. Yep, made it look like a drive-through, which it is look so like funny. A drive-through. It was yeah. amazing. And I'm I'm actually in uh, uh, the red truck. Yeah, I'm in the truck. It, it was Ethan's, our uh, oh, right. intern. Socks. Yeah, our in, yeah. our intern's truck, and I they threw me in there. And then Andrew Seely mm-hmm. is in the, his car, which is the car behind. Right. But you can't really see him. But but uh, I'm there. It's my arm shaking out the window. As so it. angry. So angry. Homeless and, man, hungry. Yes. Oh, and another thing is, guess who's the voice of the little voice box? 
That's Sean. I don't know. <laughs> Let's guess. It's Sean. Sean really. Becker. Sean. Yeah, so that's Sean's voice. So that was a whole fun, that was a fun scene to do. Yeah. It was late in the day, and it was one of the last things we shot, but it was still a lot of fun. Uh, and then what's really cool about this episode is we got to see all of the Axis of Anarchy. And their, and their habitats. And their, yes, at their locations. So I thought it would be fun if we'd go through each place and, and say, where, say it is. where is that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll start with Fox. Uh, that's Felicia's library. Library, yes, which we hadn't shot anything in there before. Yeah. She has a great TV in there where we would, we would watch the Guild in HD and we'd also play a rock band. Yeah, not on, during... Not during, no, 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 oh. this is downtime. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And then we have, um... It also has, like, those bookshelves that go from the floor to the ceiling and there's a ladder. It's all real. That I mean, she that's can, all... Yeah. She can, you know, so yeah. she can get up to the But she got shelf. pictures of, really you, nice it, pictures it, of the her. Bowie brothers, yeah. when the Bowie Brothers. When the Bowie Brothers went to shoot her, if you go to BowieBrothers.com and go to her... Her link. Her, the link to her photo shoot with them, you can see the, the yeah. awesome... A really sexy picture of her hanging off the ladder. Yeah. Yeah, that's She's a great picture. Sexy librarian. Yeah. So uh, that's where Fox was. And we also, if you remember the Christmas special with Zabu, where he's doing his little part, is done there also. Yeah, but we totally redressed it. We redressed it. it and yeah. yeah, it looks totally different, but that's the same location. Yeah. Uh, then the other one was, we would say Quan. Nick Quan, and Quan. Yeah, Nick and Quan. And that was at um, the producer, Kim Evie. Kim Evie's back room. Her back room, yeah. Like that's that used to be an office. also where they shot Gorgeous Tiny Chicken Machine Show. That's right. And which amazes me, because that room is so tiny, and Gorgeous tiny. tiny looks like it's... A big set. Yeah. And it's not. It's that little tiny room. Yeah. So it's always interesting. Yeah. So that was shot at the same place, which is cool. And then another cool one was Venom's place. Venom's house. Venom's room is, is Tink's, Tink's room. room, only reversed. reversed. Yeah. And Tyler bought special wallpaper that was just temporary. Yeah. So it was that, that purple yeah. pattern that looked amazing. The purple and, black. and then a lot of that stuff actually belonged to Mel. Because if you Who's if you a set designer? She's also she's assistant to Yeah, Tyler. she was Tyler's assistant. And yeah. if you if you know her personally, like when I was reading the script, this was part yeah. of the reason that because Tyler needed some help and I was like, You need my friend Mel. Like just give her Venom's room. Like yeah. just she can set dress it with her own stuff. Done. Yeah. And I think some of the jewelry might have been hers too. Or uh, Kristen right. Ingram, the costumer. The costumer. A lot of that was her personal stuff because yeah. she has that similar style as well. Yeah. yeah. So I know they, so, those two girls had a lot of fun with Venom. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny to think that that's Tink's room. It's just the reverse and different colors and mm-hmm. look what you get. Yep. It's really cool. Then we have Bruiser and Bruiser's Bruiser is actually funny. A completely different. <laughs> different place. location. It's actually right. It's the bedroom across the hall from Riley's room. Yes. So Riley and Bruiser have the same are in the same place, and it's also the living room of Riley's yes. place. Riley's where Zabu living and room, Riley yeah. were also. Yeah, that we shot it. It's a one apartment, which is like four apartments down from Felicia's apartment, where we shot Felicia's living room and the party well, scenes. Well, Codex's. I'm sorry, parties, the party yes, scenes. Codex's party basically. scenes were all shot there. Yeah, and there's one complex that uh, Andrew, a fan, mm-hmm. he is family runs it, and he just was so gracious and donated. All these places. And he even had a, a whole house, a whole apartment for us, for yeah. the crew. To, to just, just to hang just out hang during out downtime. During downtime, yeah. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, who did I miss? Oh, uh, uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Valkyrie was an office, was mm-hmm. a real office. 
And that was uh, a friend of Sandeep's. I think Payman, actually. That's it. Got yes. that somehow. Yeah. but uh, uh, Payman, who is Sean Becker's producing partner yes. on Comedy Gumbo and a bunch of other projects. And, yes. Uh, but that's, so that's a real, a real, real office. Real working office. I know we had a little we came difficulty in getting in there, but in the end, it all worked out. Yes. Nicely. And we had to be very, very careful because it was actual working office. People's stuff was yes. there. Oh, man. Like, I, was oh, just, I was talking we'll to... We'll be really careful. I was talking to Mel, and she had to take pictures of every, every single... Every single... Every single angle. And she had to make sure she put it back... It's a lawyer's office. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anything out of place, they would have freaked out. So we had to specifically... I mean, we made sure that place was spotless. spotless. Yeah. And we went back. was, like, in its... Yeah, in place. its right spot. So, um, so yeah, that was Valkyries. And I think that's it. Did we get everybody? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. I think that's everybody. Yep. So, yeah. So, I mean... Um, a it, lot of bleeping in this lots episode. Lots and lots of bleeping, which you don't get in the YouTube video or on the DVD. So, that's always cool. But, yeah, there was... Unless you enjoy bleeping. Wow, Bruiser alone. <laughs> wow. And what's funny is when Bruiser... When, um, when um, Teddy would deliver it, Felicia would just... Her eyes would just get so big. Yeah. And she wrote it, but he just delivered it so yeah, the, hard. He and, this... and he's such a sweet guy. And you're like, oh, my God, this just doesn't sound anything like no. Teddy. No. And he's awful. so sweet. And he's this big, burly guy. So, yeah. So, um, I guess that's it. But I like this episode just for the fact that we saw everybody. It was, again, all camera work. It was all them talking to their mm-hmm. webcams. That mm-hmm. was it. Oh, and then the whole ending with Vince. Vince. Yes, this is where we got the whole um, Finchmolders.com. I hope this year at Comic-Con there'll be Finchmolders masks. Oh, I hope so. Because I really wanted to have them last year. They only but... made like one or huh? two. We can those... make more. No, no, no. They oh. only made like one or, one two, or two for the set. For the set, yeah. yeah. Because And I really, really... Everybody was... wanted them. I really was like, Felicia, there's got to be a way without... I mean, we tried to come up with a way to that wouldn't ruin yeah. anything if... For some reason, there were Vince Mulder's masks <laughs> all over Comic-Con. Because I just thought that was the greatest idea ever. It was funny. So maybe this year. Yeah. Maybe I'll make a couple. Who knows? There we go. Just but, to uh, freak Vince out. Like, yeah. Hey, Vince, I'm wearing your face. That would freak him out. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, yeah, so a lot happened in this episode. And we see Dina playing her bass for the first time. We do. For real. For realsies. Yeah. That was not fake. That's the episode. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun episode just because uh, it still amazes me watching these actors talk to each other when they're not really talking to each other. Yeah. They're talking to you. Or they're talking to Stephanie, our script supervisor, mm-hmm. or someone who's doing a read. They're reading with them. Yeah. Normally, it's not the actor who's in there with them. But it still amazes me because you watch it and it's so seamless. Yeah. It's so, it's like they're all literally talking to each other, but they're not. Every, I mean, these are done, some of these are done weeks apart from each other yeah you know it still it still amazes me and i'm part of it and it still amazes me when that happens but i have i mean that's with anything any of the any of the shows none of them are cut with you know three cameras shooting all at the same time and it's very rarely yeah very rarely sitcoms they shoot that way yeah but But normally it's all you know multiple takes over and over and Mm -hmm. over from different angles and then it's all cut together to make it look seamless and it's incredible incredible sean did an incredible job magic of production yes so I think that's going to do it for Behind the Scenes of Episode 4 from Season 3. Get it back! Are thou prepared for a crew interview? Then listen now to Knights of the Guild. All right, so it's time for our crew interview. So let's go ahead and take a listen to that. Okay, we have a great crew interview for today. We have Brian Kamioka. 
He is... Uh, why don't you tell people what you do for the guild? So my official title is uh, Marketing Coordinator, um, which uh, entails... I guess generally marketing it, it for the guild, which is um, so much you know promoted on the fans' interaction and the fans spreading the word. You know, there's not really a marketing budget per se, mm-hmm. so it's uh, helping to coordinate the efforts, uh, keep fans updated. It's it's in a lot of ways a very similar um, position to to what you have with the podcast, where there's a lot of fan relations. I know mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about a lot of the same. Yeah, we deal with a lot of the same things. Yeah. Um, but uh, but my role actually started with um, with working on the Twitter, taking over the Twitter account and being the person to keep keep the tweets, mm-hmm. you know, regular. And that's expanded into um, work on Facebook and and on YouTube as well. So you're more like social media, yeah, kind yeah, of marketing yeah, coordinator. You take care of exactly, all those yeah, yeah. elements. Yeah, social media. That that's been the fo- yeah. focus. This is and then, that, yeah, and then and then then the occasional special project that comes yeah, along. So yeah. this is something that Kim and Felicia used to do, but just gotten so busy that they actually Correct. needed somebody to Correct. come in and do this. Yeah. All right. Now, had you heard about the guild before? You they know, approached you. It's funny. Um, I came to the guild through Kim, and that's Kim Evie. She's a producer, right? Kim, <laughs> Kim Evie. So um, she and I are old friends, and I, I've always supported. What she's done, we've we've always supported each other. We we both did theater together in mm-hmm. Seattle, so we um, knew each other, and for years have been been keeping track of each other, keeping tabs on each other, staying in touch via email. And she used to email me all the time about gorgeous tiny chicken machine show. Mm-hmm. So I found out about, about the guild through Kim and through following gorgeous tiny. So and in fact, this is this is a, a confession I have to make. Uh, that the first time I heard about the guild was from Kim, and she said, "There's this new show. Here's here's the info. Go check it out. It's about a group of online gamers." And actually, I will fess up; it actually didn't sound that interesting to me. And the fact that Kim wasn't in it, she she mentioned that she was producing it, mm-hmm. and I think she might have clarified in the email that you know I, I'm not in this, but I produced it. And I'm really proud of it, and it's a it's a great show. You should check it out. And I thought, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it. In the initial sort of pitch to me, in the mass email she sent to all our friends, it didn't sound that interesting. And I didn't actually check it out until she sent a follow-up email when it was time to vote for the Guild for the Yahoo and mm. YouTube. There's yeah. there's a big campaign, mm-hmm. you know, go vote for us um, and check it out. We're, we're up for the best comedy web series on YouTube. I can't remember which one it was, but one of them was a, or maybe both of them were a vote. So at that point, I, mm-hmm. I checked out the show and you know, saw what it was about. Um, and, and I didn't actually necessarily become a huge fan or a member of the community, but, but I enjoyed the show and liked mm-hmm. it. And then, and then I think, uh, after Dr. Horrible, I'm a big Joss Whedon fan after Dr. Horrible, I thought, Hey, isn't that, isn't that the woman yeah. from the guild? So I am, I will wear as a badge of honor. I did see the guild before, uh, Dr. Horrible, but, um, but definitely Dr. Horrible made me go, oh, yeah, that was that that show that that kim produces yeah. and so i went back and checked out the guild again and so um so yeah and then i i met up with kim at um wondercon kim and felicia went to wondercon and at that point i was um i'd been laid off from a job and had entered grad school and uh we just talked about possibly doing something together and mm-hmm. and it was funny because i was like kind of geeking out i was like wow well, i'm hanging out at um WonderCon and, and we're with Felicia and like that quickly wore off because yeah. it was like this isn't even any fun because she's so popular <laughs> and, and I remember it was really funny because she just wanted to get um, 
uh, she wanted to buy some twenty sided dice. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and there was a whole there, about yeah, this. and Will Wheaton thing. was like, That's Will right. Wheaton was tweeting from L.A. going, "Fans of WonderCon, you have failed. Like, why does Felicia Day not have twenty sided <laughs> dice?" But you know, we hung out. We walked around the floor for I think ten minutes before, and Sean Becker was there, and I met mm-hmm. Doug Luberts then, and. Um, I remember we we like ditched her and Kim was like, oh, "Is it okay?" Because because we actually you couldn't even make it across the floor because everyone kept stopping. I remember you I know. did the same thing at Comic Con. Yeah, so where I had to escort her from one side all the way to the other side, yeah. and I was like muscle. Yeah, it, it it's uh, hard. It's really uh, yeah. it's really amazing how and the and it's the popularity of, of Felicia and the show have just yeah. grown and grown. It's really yeah yeah uh, really amazing. So yeah, WonderCon is when we first started talking about it, and and then at some point Kim said, "Yeah, here you should you should do the Twitter," and because you know Felicia is so active on Twitter, but um, you know she didn't necessarily want to run the two accounts. And and actually, it's it's kind of interesting to me because I'm thinking I remember being a little intimidated because here here is. Um, Felicia, one of the you know most followed people on Twitter. I mean, I think she's still in the top she's fifty. Still, she's got one point yeah. seven million um, followers. I'm going well. What what do I have to offer someone that powerful in social media? But actually, one of the things is she wants her personal Twitter to be able to be her personal mm-hmm. Twitter, and that she plugs the guild, but she talks about everything else she does yeah. in her personal life. And um, but so you know now the guild. Um, Twitter is mostly done by me, but Felicia and, and Kim and I all share access to it, and yeah. we we uh, we all tweet yeah. tweet for it. So nice, um, great. So, do you have a favorite character? Can you pick just one? I do. You know, and I've I've, I've prepared my my answer <laughs> because, as you know, I'm a, I'm a regular listener. I always email you after mm-hmm. every episode. I love the podcast. I, you know, I also want to shout out to uh, Kevin Batchelder because I love Kevin Batchelder. Um, is is it the signal that he was mm-hmm. on? Yeah, like I was. I got really into Firefly, me and too. I listened to that, and, and I just like that. To me, was this model like? Yeah. He's also you know, in the Scape Cast. If you are a fan of Scape, yeah, yeah, of that I, one, and he does the Signal now or the um, tuning into Sci-Fi and the right. Seeker Cast, and right. yeah, to me, he was not to sidetrack, but he's always been my the person I looked up to in podcasting, right. and now we're friends, and it's so weird, yeah. that we're just buddies and we chat all the time, and I'm like. I'm talking to Kevin Batchelder. Yeah, I remember, and I like, remember he's like a star to me. Yeah, I remember when he called in, and then yeah. um, you know, I, I think I saw an email from him because I also monitor the um, the Watch the Guild email, mm-hmm. um, and I remember like, and I, and I remember bonding with you, going, "Wow, like we're we're among the few people that really like geek out over yeah. the fact that we're now we've talked to Kevin. <laughs> we're Batchelder. friends with Kevin, and and that that was just I remember. Um, he, you know, being being a marketing guy and being someone who's always worked for small theater companies or small uh, operations, um, just like they always had, like they didn't call it a girl in marketing. I think they just called it marketing. But the Signal always had this mm-hmm. marketing segment, and they were always like so well thought out. And I was like, wow, this is an amazing the level to which they take. You know the fandom. I remember. I remember specifically there being an, an awesome uh, plug where they were like, you know, everyone, let's not push for the show getting back on the air. Let's push for mm-hmm. a sequel because that deal is in place. All the actors are in place. That could actually happen. It would be starting from scratch to do that. But yeah. I've gone off on a huge tangent. But my point <laughs> is, I love podcasts, and so I've actually looked forward to this day because I've thought through my my favorite character. You know, and I love all of them. They're all so great. But the person who I want to um, highlight is actually both the character and the actress, which is uh, which is Tink, because I think she rarely gets picked. That is true. You yeah. know, and she's the anti kind of yeah. heroine, and and I think um, 
you know, having met Amy now, one, it's definitely there's a little because I'm I'm half Japanese and half white, so there's a there's a definite thing of me kind of going ah, oh, you know, I want to yeah. root for the other Japanese American <laughs> on the cast. And actually, you know, of course, the the show is very multicultural. Yeah. You know, Felicia's been amazing in in how 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 well she's cast, how diverse the cast is, um, both ethnically and you know, looking at Teal playing Venom. You know, mm-hmm. there's just great stuff that's that's been done from from the get go. Yeah. But I think you know. Tink has this role, and it's written to be, she's the biatch, you know? Yeah. And so Amy is just, like, so sweet, you it's know what so I mean? And so it's, like, it's definitely this role that she plays. And, and I think maybe people who, who haven't, um, you know, haven't heard interviews with her, haven't met her, you know, maybe maybe not, maybe don't know that. But, like, she is doing a good job of acting yeah. as that character because it's so different from her. And, you know, she's, very, she's really young, and mm-hmm. so... I thought it was cool. I remember, um, I remember Kim telling me about the music video mm-hmm. when it was happening. She was like, "Oh, and Amy's, who's a dancer, is going to get to do, mm-hmm. you know, really like strutter stuff," which I, th- I thought was awesome. So, you know, I was kind of root for Tank. You know, I mean, starting again from from just being a like supporting other like Japanese Americans, <laughs> but also I think as as I've thought about it, I thought you know she kind of gets short shrift. You're because, right. You're right. You know, it's just um, the type of character she is. She's, yeah. Yeah. You know, people love to hate her. She's, right. Right. Yeah, she's one of those kind of characters. Right, right. But but that's an important role. I mean, oh, it yeah. really creates that, you the know, dynamic the dynamics the of, of the whole group. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I've I've thought through that answer. <laughs> and I've been waiting for the day that you asked me that. So, so I thought I thought not enough people say tank, so. That's a good choice. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Very much agree. Um, let's see what else do I normally ask on these what's our typical questions? Are you a gamer? I am, you know, I don't play um I've never played MMOs, but um I've always been a video gamer from back in the, I mean, back when I was a, a kid, like, my dad always was into computers, and so I played the old uh, text-based adventure games back in wow, the were really, really like, old graphics and, and, you know, like, online community stuff. Like, I was on BBSs back in the day where it was, like, dial-up and only one person could be logged into a BBS at a time, you know, so... You know, I definitely have, a, have an affinity to that. You know, I, I do stuff on eBay because I'm a big Star Wars nerd and Star Wars collector. But I actually, uh, I actually, you can go back on Usenet. This this is like proving my geek cred. You can go back <laughs> on Usenet and you can find uh, email auctions. Before there was eBay, like email auctions of like Battlestar Galactica. Like wow. I found a Cylon um, ship that was still in the package and I auctioned it off via an email auction. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd from... From back before nice. the web was was all graphical, <laughs> when, the back of, when the web was mostly uh, text. But you know, you know, being a Star Wars fan, I've, I've always played the Star Wars games that were out. You know, PC games. You um, didn't play Galaxy though. The MMO. Um, no, well, no, it's not. Actually, that one's not out yet. I can't remember. Is, oh no, I, no, I didn't. I didn't play it already that. Failed. Right, right. But there's another one coming out. There is. Right? Yeah, I'm sort of waiting on that. That, that might be the first one I do. Yeah. But but I have an Xbox, um, and I I like playing. Um, you know, currently I'm playing like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And I'm getting into Halo, and you know I have a PlayStation. I really like Battlefront. I don't yeah. know If you ever played that, but it's, no, a, it's a cool I'm Star a Wars. Gamer. It's a cool Star Wars game. Yeah. So. Yeah, and actually the thing that I was I'm not a very good gamer, which is maybe one of the reasons I've stayed off of MMOs because I know how competitive it is, but but for me I just feel like I get a really good value. So even if a game's 50 bucks, like mm-hmm. I'm so bad it's going to take me a long time <laughs> to, to play through it, so I get my money's worth, <laughs> you know. So nice. But yeah. Cool. Uh, I just want to bring up a really quick incident. This happened at San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, that you guys, this really cool scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. and the prize was actually 
a ticket to the party, the right. Xbox party, which right. no one knew at the right. time. So right. it was a huge surprise. Right. So how did that whole thing come about? Um, that actually was um, Felicia's idea to begin with. And orig- originally, you know, I had been doing the Twitter for a little while. And um, actually, you know, before that, I think you know, shortly after I took it over, we, we had that day where it um, it trended for like nine hours, remember mm-hmm. the guild. And so I think that was important, you know, because that sort of proved to Felicia and Kim. I kind of knew what I was doing mm-hmm. and, and I had, you know, done this contest. Mm-hmm. And um, then I think because of that, she was thinking about Twitter and Comic-Con, and she said originally, let's do something with Twitter and Comic-Con, maybe a scavenger hunt. You know, think about that. So I thought it through, and I thought about, like, what would a scavenger hunt be? I, like, Googled stuff. I looked at sort of what works and what doesn't and, and thought about it. And I thought, you know, I don't know. The thing about Twitter is that Twitter's more, um, you know, I didn't think it was necessarily a fit because, you know, Twittering stuff from Comic-Con is kind of more for the people who aren't there then, that's the thing yeah you know, like unless you have your laptop or a smartphone right you're not gonna be able to get the tweets right because you're not at home right so, so um that makes sense. so so we ended up thinking about it and i said well okay here's the thing there's a um there's a trivia con you know we'll do trivia questions that'll lead people around and bring them to the booth and originally um kim said we'll have it be lunch with the cast because that'll be the grand prize wow, so we'll have one have been an awesome you know one prize. one winner um oh just one winner then. right because gotcha. because that's what we thought originally gotcha. and so that that was the whole plan all along and then um so i came up with some questions and then i ended up taking the questions and um I had read the script of season three at that point, so mm-hmm. I knew about the axis of anarchy, mm-hmm. and I knew, um, let's see, I, I can't remember if I knew that the Dark Horse comic was coming, but we ended up asking a bunch of booths to help us out. So we had the, Cal- the mm-hmm. California Browncoats, who were always supportive of uh, the Guild, mm-hmm. and we had Dark Horse, and so those were the, the, the answers, you know, so we were sending people to those booths, and we got their participation to hand out the next clues. So yeah. it was a sequential thing, and then the other thing I really liked is... Um, I thought one of the fun things about doing it is um, giving people a task um, to like use their camera. Yeah, and so that's right. we, we had people take a picture. We had they had to take the guild bookmark and get either a Star Wars or Star Trek character mm-hmm. to do it. And then I think originally we said, "Oh, you know, the original idea was assemble six people." That are like the bizarro version of the guild because yeah. it was like because I was teasing the whole axis of anarchy because yeah, that was yeah, going to yeah. be announced um, at Comic Con. Good buttons too, right? Right, and so um, but in the end, we felt like that might be too much to ask people that to, get six, people, to get, you know, six get six people. Complicated to get six different people. To, so I think I can't remember if it was. I think it was. It was find someone that you could say, you know, here here's like. Here's Zabu. Like yeah, here, here's yeah, a Zabu yeah. lookalike. Yes. Here's a Codex lookalike. That's and, right. And people really like that. Um, so, um, so yeah, a couple. I, I think it was maybe a week or two before Microsoft said, "Hey, we're doing this press event, and we have the Hard Rock Hotel rented out, and we have this um, we have this press event. We're going to show off a bunch of new games. But after eight o'clock or whatever it was." you guys can just have it if you want. So we were like, well, what's capacity? And I think they said, well, you can have, like, you can invite 50 people. So then the con- the scavenger hunt became the 50 people who win get to go to this thing, which is really great yeah. because really, you know, a lot of people got, again, all, all the real core, well, I mean, hardcore guildies. I mean, every person who went did nothing but talk about that afterwards. Yeah. That was, yeah. like, their highlight 
of the San Diego Comic Con was yeah. getting into one of those parties. Yeah, and it was so like, hard to get into those parties. Yeah. Those are like industry parties. Yeah, so so yeah. we're really lucky because you know the guild doesn't really have a budget to go yeah. get something like that. But the, through the partnership with Microsoft, they're like, hey, we're done with this space and we already have it rented. So I mean, it was like, and it was amazing. Well, they had, like, free food, and they had free booze, free drinks. Yeah, I mean, Beatles Rock, Rock Band was there. Yeah, like, Left 4 Dead Two was there months before it was yeah. even out. So I mean, they had it was yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, and all the cast came. I remember it was Sandeep's yep. birthday. It was. And, and, yeah, it ended up being a really special occasion. So, you know, in the end, you know, I, obviously I, I appreciate getting credit for doing the hard work of the scavenger hunt, it, and it came out, you know, great. And, you know, fans are, you know, I'm I'm a big fan myself, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm hard on Star Wars, and I want things to be a certain way. So I definitely felt the pressure of going, you know, this can't be cheesy, mm-hmm. this can't be lame, you know, this has to be... You know, this has to live up to but how it really good had the fans. To be a good, it was the prize was so big that it had you had to work for it. Right, it wasn't something like just go here and do this. Right, they really did. Right. They were really working hard right. to get these answers right. So, uh, so you know, I, I definitely take the credit for that. You know, I, I get more credit because it ended up being this amazing party, <laughs> which I really had nothing to do. With. That was all Microsoft being nice to the guild and saying, yeah. "Hey, you guys are important. You know, yeah. you guys can take over this party after eight PM or whatever it was." So that that was a that was a real blast, and and that was a lot of fun. So yeah, and thank you for remembering that. You know, in the end, that was and that was I think the first day we ran that the first day of Comic Con. So that mm-hmm. was before the before the music video before all the announcements so yeah. you know it's uh it just got better and better yeah that definitely weekend with definitely the stuff so yeah nice do you have a favorite season um i think that's a tough one i, I think season three because i had the sort of behind the scenes look i got to hear about it um and hear about axis of anarchy mm-hmm. and and so you know i knew what was coming i knew some of what was coming before mm-hmm. it came i knew about the music video coming out mm-hmm. um so i was um you know I, and and i was invited to come see on set and the timing the timing when the shoot was last year didn't work out for me to do it so i'm sad i never got to um it was fun you, you know that. do the GameStop shoot or something yeah. but yeah. um you know, um, but I, I think I'd have to say season three just because I thought um, it was really ambitious. Mm-hmm. I mean, going from basically six main characters to twelve mm-hmm. was was a huge leap and and, and very ambitious. And I think it, it came out great. You know, so so I think season three is my favorite season. I think they're all really good. They all have their yeah their think, merits. You yeah, know, that's always the hard part. I hate. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to answer these questions, <laughs> right? Hard, because right. I don't know if I could. Right. I like asking. There was a podcast a couple yes. podcasts ago where they there turned was, the tables on you. Yes, that was, was that was uh, good. Joss, yes, yes, did a podcast and and Ginny and I and they stymied you. Oh, with asking you your horrible, own questions. Horrible. I'm like, now I know <laughs> yeah, how it feels. That was very funny. Yeah, that's very funny. Well, now you spoke of a favorite episode. Is I mean, favorite season is your favorite episode within that season or is that another episode i think so i think um again for, for similar reasons i i love the um the reservoir dogs the slow motion walk because i think that's <laughs> the best that's now uh you know kind of a you know it's a it's a it's a, it's a definite style uh um tribute to mm-hmm. you know that that scene from reservoir dogs yeah. and i think it's just it's just awesome to see and and it, and it was like the criti- this critical moment for the guild saying all right we're going to go on the attack you yeah. know we're going to we're going to do something about this so that was cool and and i think i um that episode i got to see an early edit of and i just remember going 
you know, and Sean going, well, you know, the sound isn't totally right, and and um, you know, we haven't put the full score in. But yeah. This is what it's going to look like. But but even in a early stage, I was like, this is an awesome episode, yeah. and 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 at the end, Vork says, let's do this. Yeah. Is that, he's like, let's, let's do, do this, it. and yeah. it's like, and they cut the credits, <laughs> and it was just like, you know, the guild usually. I mean, Felicia writes the scripts really well, so that it's kind of. I mean, it's tough too. It's like kind of twelve cliffhangers, mm-hmm. you know, every season, and it's so nonstop action. You know, yeah, but that one was thing. like you were. Like oh my gosh, like yeah. this is this has gotten really intense. Yeah. So so I think that's that's my favorite one for for a number of reasons. Awesome. So. No, no. Do you see yourself as any of the characters, or maybe a combination of characters? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the <laughs> the one that most people say, which is Bork. Um, I really? mean, no, I, I think more people say Codex. Yeah, mo- she seems I guess the most, the most normal of the group, right? Just a little off. Right. Bork is way out there. You are, yeah. do you really see yourself as Bork? Yeah, you know. Well, I, I think I mean. All the characters have some, you know, they're uh, are very extreme. Yeah. yeah. But but I think there's a, there's a part of work where like that that I identify with of going, you know, here is a very specific way to do things, and this is the way. Like I think about um, like when I've, when I've been in relationships or you know lived with lived with roommates or whatever. Like I think doing the dishes, like I have a certain way to do the dishes, and that is the order that it should be done in. And, and I realize it's totally ridiculous to be that yeah. way. But, you know, I think I have enough things in my life where I'm like sort of obsessive about, about that. So, so I think Vork is the one I've always kind of identified with, Nice, you know, and That's being, being kind of a, kind of an odd, oddball. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and yeah. chatting with us. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Excellent. Time for a cookie break. We'll be right back with more Knights of the Guild after this. It's the unauthorized prequel that everyone is talking about. A whole bunch of Mohicans. What? No! This is the unauthorized prequel done by fans and for the fans of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, Horrible Turn. That is an awful title. It worked for Town. True. So what's it about? Well, it's about a boy named Billy that meets a girl... Things go crazy, his world falls apart, and he turns into an evil supervillain. That's an awful plot. It worked for Dr. Horrible. True. So where can we buy it? Buy it? No. You don't get it. It's free. Totally free. Just go to HorribleTurn.com and you can watch it. Free? That's an awful business plan. There is no business plan. About 30 people from Houston got together and made a movie. Best summer of our lives. Can you do the movie voice thing now? Go to HorribleTurn.com to see the unauthorized prequel that is taking over the interwebs. Dazzling music. There's no place on that like Australia. My dream last night was of a place, a place so far away. I learned that plants have much to teach once you get to know them. That more than thorns and corns adorn the xylem and the phloem. Completely original dialogue. The world is a mess, and I just need to fix it. Tonight I might try to, you know, make an actual audible connection. I meant pie. And a bunch of jokes written specifically to make Felicia Day smile. It's like CompuServe, only better. So even if you've been online for 48 hours straight and humiliation is super funny to you, stay on for one more hour and check out HorribleTurn.com. We love the guilt. Catch guilt fever! We 
know you want more Firefly or a Serenity sequel. We know you're just itching for one more shindig in the verse. You need to know about Browncoat's redemption. This not-for-profit independent film is raising money for charities created or supported by Joss Whedon and the Big Damn Heroes. Catch the trailer, auctions, downloads, and everything you need to know about the film on Browncoats Radio and at browncoatsmovie.com. Hi, this is Michelle Boyd, and I play Riley on the Guild, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild podcast, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Up next, it's time for Guild Something with Sean Becker. Guild Something? Guild Something? I don't know. He may give us something. We'll find out. Yeah, so let's go ahead and take a listen to that. And now it's time for Guild Something with Sean Becker on Knights of the Guild. Hey, everybody. My name is Sean Becker, and this is another segment of Guild Something. So let's get right to it. I'm going to just um, – Kenny prepared a uh, thing for me with all the questions from everyone. So uh, just be sure – Every month, um, you're allowed to ask pretty much whatever you want. Um, if you want to ask something about me or if you want to ask something about the uh, guild or about filmmaking in general, um, I'm happy to help out. I know that I've gotten in questions that are kind of more on the joke side and then ones that are more on actual um, filmmaking or, or um, guild-like questions. And so I'm happy to pretty much answer anything you guys want. So just keep the questions coming in, and this segment will continue to be a segment. Okay, this is from uh, Nasib Hussein and... There are four questions here from Nas. Uh, what was your favorite experience either with the guild or without? Um, I'm going to say this just because it's recent. Usually whenever people ask me what I like about the guild, I always mention the stunt that we did with Fernie. Uh, but I've, I've talked about that too much. So I'm going to talk about the land party in season three, which I really enjoyed because that was – a challenge to shoot because we had so many actors in this space and so much dialogue and so many pages to cover in the two days that we were there that um, I was definitely a little worried on how it would go at first but looked at it as a challenge to just be as prepared as I possibly could to where when we got to set we would just shoot exactly what we had planned out and not have to waste a lot of time kind of figuring stuff out we knew exactly what we wanted got in there and that's those are the scenes and those are the episodes that I think I'm the most proud of um, because there was so much preparation and and as a fan of the show I also just like the big climax of the season and kind of what we had been building up to so I'd say for now yeah that was um, definitely one of one of my favorites I mean there were a lot but that was you know obviously because we just sh- shot that one somewhat recently um, one of my favorites all right if you could have a co-host for guild something who would it be and why uh, once again, Denzel Washington or Urkel. Um, I guess we can kind of combine that with the whole life story um, film thing. Uh, number three, what are your daily sites, websites you look at every day? Um, it's funny. Like, I usually will check Twitter before I check my email. I guess that's sad, but I'm sure other people listening out there do that too. But usually the big website – I mean I have a, primarily a Yahoo account. I haven't made the jump to Gmail yet, so – Yahoo for email, of course. Um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter way more than I need to be. Um, I usually check movie news on joeblow.com and then video game and comic book news. God, I'm a nerd. uh, On I should be I probably should say CNN or 
world news or something, but I'm like, oh, I got to see what uh, comic books are coming out next week, and that's a priority. And what video games I'll never play. But yeah, no, I'm I'm on IGN a lot, Lejoblo, Facebook, Twitter, my uh, not my MySpace. Remember that? I'm not. I still have a MySpace account, but I haven't checked that in months. And I think I still have a Friendster account, but I don't know. Maybe that I'll put that on my to-do list today. But I'm usually on those sites. Um, I'm a big hockey fan, so I'm on NHL.com a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones off the top of my head. I go to G4. It's a lot of nerd sites. I'm. I don't have my priorities straight. I'm. I'm 29 years old, and I'm. These are my. This is what I do with my day. But um, yeah, those are, those are the main ones. Maybe I'll get a Gmail account, and maybe I'll go to CNN for the next one, and I can talk about that and and lose some geek cred that way. And then number four, what do you think about Felicia Day? That's a very good question. Um, I had just mentioned this recently in my Streamies speech, um, if you all remember Streamies Night, uh, that um, this is kind of both about Felicia and Kim, is that Felicia it, – it's so funny with Felicia because she's so hardworking and she's so dedicated to what she does. That was the part I mentioned in the speech. But uh, no, no, she's she's awesome to work with. And I'll admit like when I first started on the Guild, like I didn't know Felicia at all like i knew kim and kim was the one who brought me on to the show so i didn't know if I, I know felicia had been established i knew her from buffy and from the success of the first season of the guild and so you know going into a project you don't know if someone's going to be you know super controlling or they're gonna let you do your thing but no i mean felicia lets me direct the show the way that i want to but then we also have collaboration open to where like if she wants to do something different or if kim wants to do something like i'm very open to that but then they are as well so like the three of us really I think we've got a good synergy when we when we do this show when it comes to um, pre production production and then even in editing like we all you know we get on the same page and if there's a disagreement then we will talk it out but she's definitely open to collaboration where it's for the actors um, or for the the show itself but then also just the way she works it's so funny she'll come up with you know I don't know what to do for this season and I don't know you know how things are going to go. And then all of a sudden, three days later, she's, Oh, here's a 130 page script that I just wrote. And I'm, I don't know how she does it, but she does. And then you read it and she's, you know, it's always a first draft. You just kind of do, you just write out what you want to write out. And so she'll look at that and just be like, ah, I don't know. And you read it. And it's like, Oh, it's really funny, but then she'll give you another draft and it's even better than the first draft. But no, she, I mean, she's just great to work with. And I'm glad to be on this show, um, with her and, and Kim and everyone else. It's definitely been a, uh, I'm, I'm having a blast. It's a lot of fun. And okay. I think this is the last question here. This is from J. Wow. Uh, Jennifer, um, at the moment, I cannot think of a guild related question to ask Sean, but I'm a fan of the guild and Sean Becker. So I'd like to ask him what he likes to order at Chick-fil-A since we all know he loves that. A lot of, I think there may be some, maybe we should call this Chick-fil-A podcast. Um, keep up the good work on the podcast uh, from Jennifer. Um, every time I go, I, I've tried multiple things, but my go-to is always the original Chick-fil-A sandwich, um, not the deluxe. The deluxe comes with tomato and lettuce. I don't know why that should even be an option, but it it, it seems to conflict with the, the taste of the chicken, in my opinion. So the original Chick-fil-A sandwich is basically just chicken and pickles, and I think they butter the, the bread. Yes, they, they do butter it. Um, and that is it. I get extra pickles and then I get that as the combo meal, which comes with the waffle fries and then a soda of my choice. And that could vary from day to day. I'm a big Diet Coke fan, so it might be that. If not, sometimes I go for the, the root beer option. Uh, it just depends on my mood that day. 
So, uh, and then Chick-fil-A sauce for my sauce. I sometimes get the Polynesian too, but Chick-fil-A is always my go-to. So, um, all right, everyone, uh, this has been Guild Something. I want to uh, thank everyone for the questions, and please keep the questions coming in or else there will be no segment. All right, thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Sean, for that, and thank you guys for sending in questions to Sean. It really helps because he, like I said, he has no imagination. He can't think of what to do. You have to guide so him every step in, of yes. the way. You have to send him questions so he knows, oh, this is a question. I answer it. I say things to these things with question marks <laughs> at the it. end of them. <laughs> so go ahead and continue to send your questions to uh, com for Sean Becker. Guild something. You know you there's something you want to ask him. Yes, and it could be anything. He'll answer anything. He will answer anything. anything. Go crazy. <laughs> and now, news and information on the current contest on Knights of the Guild. All right, it's time for another contest. I know you guys are tired of me giving you things. Oh, no. It's <laughs> terrible when Kenny gives things away. But this one was really cool. This one, my friend Kevin Batchelder. The elder of the box. Yes. He informed me of this company that were doing promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not an up and coming, but they're marketing. They're just smart. They're, they'll they'll um, donate prizes for just traffic. You know, it's a way right. of advertising. It's a good yeah, marketing absolutely. tool. Yeah, it's great. So um, what it is, it's um, called Smart Pop. And what it is is Smart Pop is a line of smart, fresh, funny essays on the best of pop culture TV, books, and film with a particular focus on science fiction and fantasy television and literature. Their writers are New York Times bestselling authors, television writers, psychologists, philosophers, or anyone with a love of pop culture and something worth sharing about. Since 2003, they've published over four dozen titles on everything from Star Wars to Gilmore Girls to the work of Joss Whedon, and you can read for free excerpts from those books every day on their website. Just go to www.smartpopbooks.com. That's S-M-A-R-T. P-O-P-B-O-O-K-S dot com. Nice. Yes. and so what we have a couple We here. do. They actually had several Whedon ones, which I thought were appropriate because of the guild. and Felicia Until the they do their the guild one. Until they do one, yes. Because they should. You, you never know. That would be awesome. That would be. So what we're doing is we have, what do we have, Jenny? We have Finding Serenity, which, which I was love. edited by Jane Epp. Espenson, which mm-hmm. is awesome. She's awesome. Uh, it says, Annie Heroes, Lost Shepherds, and Space Hookers in Joss Whedon's Firefly. Yeah, it's really good. I have that so, one. Yeah. So, it's really nice. And then there was a sequel to it. This one's called Serenity Found. Yes. More unauthorized essays on Joss Whedon's Firefly universe. Again, edited by Jane yep. Espenson, which is awesome. Which is awesome. I told you, you know to read these. You know it's good. Oh, my God. And then this one I thought was appropriate because of Felicia. Yes. It's seven seasons of Buffy. Science fiction and fantasy writers discuss their favorite television show. Introduction by Drew Goddard, who is the co-writer of Conversations with Dead People, which was one of the best episodes. So good. So we're going to be giving away these three novels. And what you have to do... Why don't you tell them, Jenny? Sure. Well, because I really feel like they should have a guild... Essay, essay, uh, a, a book mm-hmm. focusing on the guild. So we thought it'd be fun. We're not gonna, you don't gotta go crazy. Yeah. We're not talking like a fifty-page article, <laughs> but you know, a short essay on some facet of, of the, the guild, guild that you want to explore. Yep. Like uh, talk about the characters, talk about the fandom. Yeah. Talk uh, about- do an analysis of 
an episode so, or an, a person. Oh, yeah, an, yeah. You know, you can really dig into Vork, why he works the way he works. Right. You can do, um, God, there's so many. You can do about the podcast. Sure. You know, or I mean, about the so community many. as a whole or. Yep. Or how they, you know, how the, how the guild started by the fans. The fans are what created it. Yeah. You know, there's so, uh, it's unlimited what you can totally. do. Totally. And, and you can do a page or like if you want to really dive into it, go for it. Go for it. We're actually, we'll do a whole microcast on this. So we'll be reading all these. Or if you want, you guys can read them for us. If you yeah, do if you yourself. want to record a recording of your essay. That would be awesome also and send them in. So for this one, we thought we would bring in a guest judge. Yes, because we're uh, kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, biased? Thank you. <laughs> yes, we're kind of biased since we do work on the guild yeah. and we're close to all these people. And on all you guys are our friends. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to pick a favorite one. And we do know someone who is studying creative writing, and yes. he's actually been really deep into uh, writing essays himself right now, so nice. I felt he would be a good choice cool. to judge these. His name is Stuart Davis. Yes. He happens to be my producing partner slash partner in life. That's how I, that's how I, that's what I call, I did a, I did another, I was interviewed on another podcast uh-huh. called New Mediocracy, mm-hmm. which is awesome if you guys can check it out if you're interested in new media. And I was talking about, uh, the last, which is the web series we're working on, and that's I was like, he's my producing partner slash partner in life. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Not that we're like married or anything. I don't want to freak him out. Very but, cute. But um, yeah. So he, uh, I, we're gonna ask him to, to read them him. all for you. Yep. We'll probably get him in here to present or and I'll record us, a statement with him. Or something. He'll pick three of his favorites, mm-hmm. and those three will win. One of the books. So we have three books. There'll be three winners. You'll either win the Buffy one or one of the, one of the, one Firefly, of the Firefly ones. ones. Yes. So it's going to be fun. I I'm looking know, forward I'm to excited. that. I can't wait for that one. Yeah. I can't wait to... Because, I mean, when we put out the call for poems, you guys just did They were so amazing. I want to do another one so bad, but yeah. I want to wait a little bit. Yeah. But I still, I want to do one so I like bad, doing things where we let you guys be creative because you are so creative. You guys are incredible. So we really appreciate that. So Have think, fun with it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So we had another contest I did. And this was such a simple contest, and I'm really surprised that not as many people did it. All I, all I asked for was give us your favorite moments from our past 44 podcasts, mm-hmm. and we gave them a Knights of the Guild magnet. Uh, maybe, I, was, I was willing to give... Maybe people don't own refrigerators. Maybe. maybe I, was willing, I was willing to give like 25 or 50 magnets away, and I wound up only giving like, I don't know, 13, 14. What's but, up, guys? But thank you for those 13, 14. Yay! So now we have the people's favorite moments. We're going to read those really quick. So our first one is from Jennifer Wong. She says, My favorite moment was the last podcast when you two were laughing and joking about Chainmail. Knights of the Guild thong and mostly Kenny's voice at the end of the podcast. Overall, the last podcast had me busting out laughing. Not Guild related, but you guys bring the fun. Thanks, Thanks Jennifer. Jennifer. That was a fun one. Yes. My favorite moment was way early on when you guys got a comment that started with Jenny and Kenny and not Kenny and Jenny and the ensuing podcast where you guys tried to one-up each other on that part. I think it was as early as, like, episode two. Scott Crumholtz. Thanks, Scott. Yes, I remember. Yes, The early too. days. <laughs> Hi, Jenny and Kenny. The best moment is, well, each time you read the listeners' letters. Well, then she must be loving this right now. This is great! <laughs> Just cracks me up each time. And, of course, when you read mine. Remember Holy Frack and Macaroni? <laughs> it made my day. 
Oh, and don't forget to continue to read the internet addresses. Sadly, smiley face. My name is Isabel, and I'm a knight of the guild. Yes, you are. That means she's Lady Isabel. That inspired me to do a contest, which we'll be talking about after we read Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) More contest. how I get inspiration. My favorite moment has to have been when you guys recorded your first anniversary. I watched the live activities and laughed me behind off. Thanks for act me behind glue. Ross Gunn. He had to glue his butt back Back on. Oh, man. I'm glad that... Was permanent. Yeah. Be sure to stock up <laughs> yes. for future episodes. We wouldn't want you to lose your behind. Uh, please not. All right, here we go. Hey, Kenny and Jenny, writing in some favorite KOTG moments. Number one has to be the first utterance of a certain U word, <laughs> which we will not utter here. Oh, we actually already did, didn't we? We have uttered it. We were talking about candy, of Yeah, that's right. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Number two is the great Comic-Con coverage. It was like I was there. Number three is the debut of ace reporter Penny Jow, though she has been missed lately. Lastly, I couldn't pick a favorite, but all of your interviews with cast, crew, and others are awesome. Hoping for more great KOTG moments in the future. Your fan, Jeremy, a.k.a. Von Drake. Von Drake! Von Drake! That is a very regal it, Twitter handle. It is. You always get Michelle's. I think it's the same. I think it's the same. Michelle? Michelle. Yeah, it is. Quimster. Kim, Kim, Quimster. 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 She's like a magical fairy. <laughs> Dear Jakenny. <laughs> One way to take care of it. Jikeni. 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 Sound African. <laughs> tribal. Rawr. Rawr? Rawr. Apparently that That's means what, yeah. tribal. <laughs> anyway. I really enjoyed the podcast of the poems, odes, limericks, and haikus. Haikus. Haiku. They were nice. They were. I like that podcast because it showed me just how much so many people really love and enjoy the guild. I also, of course, loved the one-year anniversary of the podcast party. It was like I was at the party, and the funny voices reading the comments had me laughing at work. Cookies and love. Sideways smiley face. Michelle. MJ. Kimster on the forums. P.S. I also love in general when you guys read out the entire URL. For some reason, even though I can't possibly understand (laughs) the URL until I have a chance to write it down, it sounds better when you read it letter and symbol by letter and symbol. Michelle. Yay! Yeah, unfortunately, everybody likes when we read the long URLs. <laughs> Why unfortunately? Because you don't like it's, it. It's just a lot of work. I think I started that, too. I don't remember which one of us started it, but it's it stuck. stuck. Yes, it did. Hello, I must say that my favorite moment on the podcast was in episode two when you interviewed that dashing young Swede, Bell Rand. He's Bell talking Rand. about himself. He is, of course. That sounds like Bell Rand. Bell Rand, you silly steed. Hey, Kenny and Jenny. I have to say that I have two particular familiar and happy moments from the KOTG podcast. One was Microcast 5, Quest for SDCC, which is San Diego (laughs) Comic-Con. Seeing as how I was there, it really was a reinvigoration and familiarization of the event. Right? he uses big words. He He's does. so smart. Too big for me. He's a smarty smart. <laughs> it was made so much better by Gildy's visiting and also from you two. You really were as good as I could have ever hoped for. And the picture that I have from the event, which with everyone, is among my prized possessions. I have a signed KOTG picture. It's in my special drawer. 
We're in the special drawer. The other moments would definitely be the one-year anniversary podcast. Kim Evie answering in the Kiko voice, Megan Lynch yodeling, the interviews, so many great times. It's hard for me to single out an especially particular moment because that podcast was full of awesome. Now that I think about it, I'm flooded by my memories of the podcast. The first fan interview with Danny, the Skype chat with Gildies, the Do You Want to Date My Avatar microcast. Man, I hope that this doesn't end anytime soon. Take care, Nos. Nos, he has lots of favorite moments. Every moment is a great one with Nos. <laughs> That's going to be That's his theme song. song. That's good. I like that. <laughs> All right. There you go, Nas. You get a theme song. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a simple one. My favorite podcast moment is anything that has Felicia. Mark Fluter. Anything that has Felicia. Stamp of approval. That's it. I would have to say that my favorite moments are Kenny now with chainmail. <laughs> I do like Kenny now with chainmail. <laughs> and Michelle Boyd answering my question about who kisses better, Zabu or Venom, for the one year anniversary podcast. Keep up the great work, guys. I love you both. XOXOX. That means she wants to... Is the X kiss, a kiss or kiss, a hug? Hu- no, kiss, kiss, hug, kiss, hug, kiss. Yep. Kisses and hugs. Kisses and hugs. From Ryan XO. Yep. That was a good question. That was funny. Yeah. I was really glad someone asked that. Oh, I knew someone would. All right. Now we have another favorite moment. I would have to say the first interview with Felicia Day. That was just after I found the Guild and your podcast. Doug Shaw. Thanks, Doug. My favorite moment from your podcast was when Jen from Kenny's former podcast, The Anomaly Podcast, called in and pretended to be a psycho stalker. There were lots of great things to choose from, but most of them, such as the great interviews, couldn't really be called moments. Andrew Lee. Thanks, Andrew. All right, and our last favorite moment is from Dustin. I know it's a little egotistical, but I think my favorite moment was hearing Kenny read my opposite day hate mail during episode 8, part 2. I thought it was so funny when I wrote it, modest I know. I was listening to the podcast and hearing the lead up to it, and Jenny says you had to do it justice. It was cool. Another email I wrote you resulted in you two saying that nobody would want to hear a full, unedited podcast, and now you're doing live stream. Ha 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 ha. Or ha, 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 ha. Yeah, four ha's. Four ha's. Four ha's. I got my wish, suckers. Yeah, you got us good. <laughs> anyway, you two do really great job. Just the idea of tackling a podcast which often runs the length of a movie for a web series that runs about seven minutes an episode must have seemed a little crazy, but the end result has been and still is awesome. So thank you. Thanks, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. Your emails guide us. <laughs> what should we do next? What? Dustin, I don't know what to do until <laughs> Dustin tells us. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> I don't know why I put that noise at the end. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Knights of the Guild will be right back after Jenny hunts for the unicorns. It's been called the best sci-fi fandom documentary since Trekkies. Four stars, says Brian Orndorff of DVDtalk.com. Costume, gaming, comics, collecting, and everything else in between. If you're a fanboy, you've gotta see Pegwars. The geeks shall inherit the earth. Well, there's still the stereotype out there that we're 
a bunch of geeks who live in our parents' basements. 35-year-old living in the mom's basement, yes. Uh, that's the typical stereotype. I'm in my mid-30s and I still read comics and I tell people that I read comics and they look at me sideways. You know, I don't volunteer that I play D&D because, you know, people do sometimes look at you like, hmm. Today I'm dressed up as a Jedi Knight. Jedi Knights are the uh, guardians of peace and justice and uh, in a time like this I think we need uh, more of them. A lot of us are geeks who live in our parents' basements, but, you know, we're harmless. We don't walk around with uh, propellers on top of our hats. It's not really anything to be ashamed about. Yes, I make lightsabers in my basement. I don't care who knows. We do it because we like it, not as much as because somebody else likes it. If they want to have fun, dress up as a Klingon, why not? You, know? you may think I'm a geek or a loser, but I'm having fun at it. It's, it's what makes me happy, and I, you know, I, I could be spending my money on crack. Ordinary, common, average, run-of-the-mill, these are synonyms for, for normal. Who the hell wants to be average? I know that I'm a loser, I know that I'm a geek, but it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> The Geek Shall Inherit the Earth, now available on DVD at www.pegwarmers.tv. Hey, Jenny and Kenny, this is Rick Moyer. And this is Amy Moyer, and we're the hosts of Take Him With You. The weekly geeky podcast where we discuss life at the Geeky Moyer household. That's right, we talk about our faith, and we talk about how it relates to the world around us, and we and we bring up technology and movies and all sorts of video games and different things, and we have a blast talking every single week, don't we? Yes, we do. And uh, it is unique being married to me, isn't it? Yes, it's quite the experience. I'm more geeky than you. I'm more geeky than you are. I've turned into quite a bit of a geek over the last couple of years. That's true. You can quote Star Trek now, and she can give me the entire plot of a TNG Star Trek episode when it starts off within the first 30 seconds. Well, but this is Knights of the Guild. It's not Star Trek. I know that. So, I, I don't know if I know enough Knights of the Guild, um, but I've seen quite a few episodes. Yes, I know it better than you do. Yeah, I've seen a lot. But my, we really like it. My son and you... Um, Andrew and you watch it the most. Nathan yeah. did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. But so, I've seen quite a few. Yeah, if you get a chance, come and take a listen to our podcast. We would love to have you. You can find us at um, takehimwithyou.com or you can go to iTunes and right. search Take Him With You. Almighty and iTunes. Click on the little subscribe button. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a free podcast. We would love to have you visit. And we love Knights of the Guild. Thank you, Kenny and Jenny. You guys rock. And uh, go back to unicorn hunting. And I think it's neat how your name's rang. Kenny and Jenny. Yeah, it's cute. Kenny, Kenny, Jenny, Kenny, Kenny, Jenny, Kenny, Jenny, Jenny, Kenny. It's cute. I'm done. Okay. Knights of the Guild is yoked with the Geekerdome Network. Find more geeky things at geekerdome.com. Kenny and Jenny would like to humbly thank all of those who have shared in their gold. Your donations are greatly appreciated. Up next, our favorite part. And not like favorite as in, yay, we're getting showered with money, but because we get to thank you guys. Yes, for helping us. So let's go ahead and get started. You want to go take the first one or you want me to? Sure. First up, we have Joseph Mastroianni. Mastro- Mastroianni <laughs> is awesome and Italian, I think. He, he's my buddy. He's from Canada. His name's Joe. I met him on the Trucks and Sci-Fi podcast, or Trucks and Sci-Fi forums. Yeah. And we is just, he, is he uh, Italian? 
Uh, I would think so from that last it's, name. I, it makes me want to eat pasta. His name is so delicious. But he made, he's made additional donations, so this is multiple donations. So really appreciate it, Joe. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. And then we have Ben Brussel. That's uh, Ben B55. Yeah, and he's uh, made a really generous donation. Just, I'm really appreciate. He does, he supports the podcast so much, and we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Up next, we have Louis Sirigli. Thanks, Louis. Which sounds like Sir Wrigley, Sir which Wrigley. I love. Yes. Thank you so Sir much Wrigley. for your donations. And, of course, we have, wouldn't be a donation section without Rick Moyer. He is a staple he of is the staple. donation industry. He well, does. We're <laughs> an industry. A donation nation? Donation. donation nation. I like that. Awesome. All right. And then we have... Neil Sinclair. Yes, yeah, this is a first-time donor, so we really appreciate it. And we have Alyssa Jennings. She's also a first-timer. Ooh, we have some new noobs. Yeah. Newbies. Newbies. New to the nation. So thank you new so... New to the nation. <laughs> to the donation, the, the donation nation. 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 They, <laughs> thank you, Alyssa. And then, of course, our good friend, Marcus Hunt. Marcus Hunt. Thank you. Thank you for your continued support. You're awesome, and uh, you know how much we really appreciate you. And if you would like to make a donation, you can go to our... Podbean website, or you can go to our blog site, and there is a PayPal donation button. You just click the button. And then the magic happens. It does. And if you make a $20 donation or more, we like to offer you something in return. So we are giving away autographed pictures of cast members. There's a list of which ones are available there is on, on the site. On our, yeah, yeah, on our Podbean website, under the donors section, you can see pictures of actual... Uh, all the pictures that we have. Pictures and of the pictures. Pictures of the pictures. And I'm hoping to get Jeff Lewis, possibly. Um, I'm in Ooh. talks with him right now. We're in some. talks. We're, We're in, in negotiations. Talks. Yes. We're in talks <laughs> with him. We have him. to go through his people. <laughs> it's it's so difficult. <laughs> Prima Donna he is. Dude, he brought an entourage. <laughs> Today, I know. Yeah. Oh, and by the way. Yes. I was looking at Donica's oh, Twitter no. account. This is what he just, eight minutes ago. <laughs> Anybody have free time and good with JavaScript? Hmm. What's going on with Donica? I don't know. Maybe he's building a he, website to... He, he worries me. ...to nemesis us better. Uh, <laughs> us? You! No! Don't us. drag me into this... We, uh, are, we are partners! I don't... Uh, Donica likes me. Whatever. <laughs> right, Donica? Tell me you like me. Donica! So, yeah, so please, we appreciate all the donations. It makes it so that Kenny can buy stuff to give to you people. That is true. A lot of the money does go to swag. A lot of it goes to equipment. It goes to URL purchases, uh, website. For all those secret websites we're building. Yes. Yeah, JennyKillsUnicorn.com. Stop trying to make that a thing. Oh, my God. It's going to be awful. It's going to have, like, flash animation where, like, my jaw, like, flops open and, like, a unicorn is flying unicorn? in. I like it. Oh, my God. It's terrible. <laughs> do it, people. Please. Oh somebody God. do it. That's ridiculous. Where can you find Knights of the Guild on the World Wide Web? Let's find out. It's business time. All right, it's time for business time. Business, the business of the time. Oh yeah! All right, this is it. Business time. We're done. Business time. Yeah, yeah. All right. What we're doing? I'm gonna go backwards. Oh, we're gonna switch it up this week. We're switching we're it switching up. Switching it up. Going we're a gonna little go crazy. Out I'm gonna, of I'm gonna read order. everything backwards. Wait, what? Everything <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. All right, send us your guild photos so we can post them in the section on our Podbean website called Our Listeners. Send us pictures of you sporting some kind of guild merchandise, i.e., that means, for example... How does that mean, for example? I don't have a clue. You know what? I don't, I e, I don't understand the English language. <laughs> KOTD <all> t-shirts? <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> guild t-shirts? Or if you dress up in cosplay, um, go ahead and send those pictures to knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. Hey, give us a call and leave us a message on our Knights of the Guild Google Voice. 818-308-KOTG. Or if you don't talk in letters but in numbers it's 818-308-5684 it's free in the u.s if you use the call me buttons on our blog and podbean websites we also have a Ustream channel where you can watch previous recordings of our podcast as well as our four hour anniversary podcast with cast members of the guild you can go to www.ustream.tv slash channel slash nights dash of dash the dash guild you can uh, buy stuff that stuff. has our pictures on Stuff it. and things. Stuff and things. There are things and stuffs. Yes. Uh, we have several online stores where you can purchase these objects of desire. <laughs> okay. That's you, Donica. <laughs> Please visit our Cafe Press store at www.cafepress.kotg. We also now have a Zazzle store. Zazzle. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, because Zazzle's way fun to say. A Zazzle. www.zazzle.com slash Knights of the Guild. Yep. Knights of the Guild is on Twitter. It's at Knights of Guild. There is no the. No the. You can also follow the hosts, uh, myself, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy, and Jenny at Jenny Powell. You can also follow Penny Jowl. She also has a Twitter she account. She doesn't tweet very often. But she doesn't tweet, yeah. She's a... Mrs. Hat she's has a, a Twitter now. Really? Yes. Oh, I need to... I haven't been keeping up with it, but it's... I think it's Mrs. Hat Says. Nice. And she just gives random nice. advice. I like that. So, I will try to bug her to tweet more Give her often. A poke. <laughs> we have a fan page on Facebook and a watchtheguild.com group, so join both of them Please. for Double Awesome. Please. Uh, also, you can follow our blog at knightsofthegildpodcast.blogspot.com. That's where we'll announce... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. I lost that word somewhere. That's where we will announce contests and uh, upcoming events, so check it out. It's pretty cool. And please leave us comments please. on the Podbean and or reviews at iTunes. Reviews at iTunes help us. They do. They help us a lot. Yes, push us up. You can also email us at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. Yep. Oh, wow. This has been a long day on set. Holy crap. Is that? No, he didn't. Oh, man. All right, that's it. Army of bruisers, come <laughs> to me! How did he get through them? That's it. We're fight to the death We're right done. now. We're done. Shoot, I gotta go Okay, fight. wait, wait, wait. Before you go do that, before we go, always remember... Donica must die! The podcast you are listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Meet Little Bit. Hello. She's a mechanical rat. What did you just call me? I'm a gerbot, thank you very much. I can't believe this guy. I agree to an interview and get insulted for my trouble. 
She's a gerbot, a robotic gerbil designed to be the perfect pet. Little bit. I'm not a rat, and I don't want to belong to this bully anymore either. Oh, that's Denny. He's Little Bit's little master. Being his pet is boring, and he's annoying. This kid is always stuffing me into one of his smelly little pockets. Yeah, right. It's true. To top it off, I just realized last night that my exercise wheel doesn't actually go anywhere, and nobody on this spaceship can understand a single word I say. Ah, she's so cute when she chitters. Good little gerbot. Quit patting my head. <laughs> Gerbots are so adorable. Oh, uh, where was I? Join us as we follow Little Bit's journey aboard the Wisher's Wish in the short story "Little Bit of Trouble," written by the Anomaly Podcast Jan Rhodes. Hey, Mister Brilliant, did you hear me? I just said this wheel doesn't actually go anywhere. How could anyone journey in this thing? Watch, I'll show you. Running, running, running. Keep these feet a running, Gerbot. See, the wheel is moving, but I'm still in this stupid cage. Hmm. I wonder if it would go anywhere if I ran faster. Yeah. I promise, it's a wild ride. It's packed full of space pirates, mean big sisters, bratty little brothers. What, what space pirates? Where? Action, adventure, and suspense. This wheel can do all that. Cool. Faster feet, move faster. Little bit of trouble. It's a robot love and space adventure for kids of all ages. Don't miss it. Coming soon to the Martians Are Here podcast. Hello there, my name is Meds. And this is David Frost. You're not David Frost. Alright, I mean, this is Mark. And we are the present. Mark? Alright, get on with it. Okay. And we're the presenters of Waffle on Podcast. And we like to talk about crap. TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. Would you say it's crap? Some of it. Really? <laughs> Especially the British stuff. But we've already had a podcast about that, so let's move up on that. Unbelievable. You can find us at the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash. Waffleon.podbean.com. Do not smile when I say the word colon. Oh, I'm not. Hello there, Guildies. When you're not listening to Knights of the Guild podcast with Kenny and Jenny, I'd be honoured if you could take a few minutes to check out my little show, Happy Times. If you own an iPod Touch or an iPhone, if you love applications but are feeling the pinch of the current economic climate, then this is the podcast for you. Each week I'll review a free or cheap application and spend a few minutes gassing on about why I like it. Or not. Buying apps over the air can be both addictive and expensive, so why not spend a few minutes a week listening to Appy Times and I'll try to separate the wheat from the chaff. Just go to appytimes.podbean.com or search the iTunes store for Appy Times. That's A-P-P-Y 
T-I-M-E-S. Come and share the happy times with me. Copyright info. Knights of the Guild has a creative commons attribution. Non-commercial. No derivative works. 3.0. There's a decimal in there. United States license. All rights reserved. I'm going to pass out. (laughs) (laughs) One downfall of doing that voice is no oxygen. (laughs) Literally halfway through, I'm like, I may pass out. Doing this. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm good.